Hello, hello. Welcome to the audio version of We're All Friends Here, a bi-weekly column for people asking life's big questions. I'm your host, Lauren Maxwell. As I am recording this for you, it feels like the perfect moment because everything happening around me mirrors the themes of today's essay. I was the soloist in a beautiful Advent service this morning, and right now as I speak, I'm watching snowflakes fall out the window for the very first snow of the season in Connecticut. So even though it's the darkest part of the year, today it feels even a little bit darker, which is fitting because we're going to talk about that in today's essay, which is titled, A Vision of Advent for Everyone. It's all about looking for a promise that maybe all of us can lean into this season, not just a privileged or religious view. Let's get started. This month revealed a big difference between my new life and my old one. Right now, every day is filled with new ideas, new confidence, new people, and new support. I cherish every second. But the change I am talking about is felt on a biological level. The difference is daylight itself. Here in Connecticut, our days have already grown short and they're growing shorter. Yesterday, while walking from one class to another, I saw the moon fully risen in the sky at 3 p.m. I smiled my greeting. By 4.45, an hour earlier than in my old life, the sun was gone. We were entering into night. This increased darkness parallels another big change in my life. For the first time in ages, and in some ways, for the first time ever, I am surrounded by religious visions of Advent. Poetry and art and lectures and song. Candlelit services and a massive party. For many people, the word Advent itself is likely a thorn. Its associations with Christianity can be an immediate turnoff. I understand this on a personal level, having fled the church completely after an oppressive childhood spent in its grip. Now I am carefully dabbling in it again. But the church, as an institution, is deeply flawed. Much of Western Christianity is embedded in systems of domination and oppression. It gave shape and purpose to colonialism in the United States, and never freed itself from that mindset. Let us not forget that in this country, colonialism and its mechanisms are connected to genocide. Put another way, Christianity was used by our forefathers as a permission slip to murder en masse. Today, the church often functions as a capitalist political weapon in ecclesial trappings. As many know intimately, the church frequently uses religious conviction to abuse, exclude, and ignore. It employs God talk to sanction death 
for some and life for a privileged few. Despite that, the themes of Advent pull on my soul. Advent is not just for Christians. The season of Advent is for everyone. To understand why Advent is for everyone, we must uncover what Advent actually means. The term Advent comes from the Latin word Adventus and its Greek predecessor, Parousia. Both words mean presence, coming, arrival. Inside the Christian tradition, Advent is known as the season of waiting. It symbolizes waiting for the arrival of a promised deliverance. Its message is that the ultimate hope of suffering people can be fulfilled. Here is the thing. We are all waiting on something. Our hearts are yearning. This is an unavoidable part of the human experience. When I think about my close circle of friends, I see this clearly. One of us is yearning for children and worries it will never be possible. One craves a partner with whom to share her life. Another longs to improve her father's health and extend their time together. Still another wants to be recognized for her work. Zooming out, I observe that people in my life share collective longings too. They want justice in their communities, but do not know how to demand it. They ache to feel safe at public celebrations without fearing the appearance of an assault rifle. They yearn to know that money spent might offer those serving them enough to at least pay their rent. To really understand Advent, the period that symbolizes waiting for the arrival of a Savior, we must ask ourselves what the Jews who chose to follow Christ, the original Christians, were longing for. By all accounts, the answer is simple. The Jews of that period were living under Roman occupation. They were marginalized. They were abused and misunderstood. They had more in common with oppressed populations in the United States than the white mid to upper class that claims their God today. In waiting for the fulfillment of a great promise, the Jews yearned for one thing, to be freed from those holding power over them. They wanted to be liberated from their suffering. They believed it was possible. This is worth noting. Once Christ arrived amidst those Jews, he painted a picture of what life and deliverance might mean. His vision had nothing to do with shame or exclusion. It was not about making the rich and powerful more rich and powerful. 
His vision was one of healing for the marginalized, and it centered abundance. He pointed followers towards restoration for the oppressed, the sick, the hated, the forgotten, the cast out. Advent is about waiting in the darkness, the oppressive, powerful darkness, and choosing, despite that darkness, to believe that deliverance can come. It requires faith. These days, and each from a different place of privilege, we all need deliverance. November temperatures are shockingly warm, yet we must press on. Hate speech and anti-Semitism are being unleashed, yet we must press on. Our society fails to support mothers, yet we must press on. Our education system is riddled with problems, yet we must press on. In the face of threats, a number of which are existential, we have no choice but to keep going and hold our heads above water. We must make money to exist and our jobs ask a lot. Most people, and again from varying degrees of privilege, feel they are constantly held in survival mode. The issues seem to multiply, and our days are growing short. Despite our efforts, darkness prevails. When I think about the shorter, darker Connecticut days that shape my life right now, I find solace in the knowledge that in a couple of weeks, light will slowly begin to return. That is the promise of the Earth's tilt around the sun. In the meantime, I look for peace in the mystery of darkness, as if the extra time with an illuminated night sky might give us some answers to our pressing questions. Darkness can feel disorienting, restrictive, even scary, but let us not forget. It is the dark that emphasizes how meaningful every sliver of light can be. I believe there's a reflection and a promise that applies to each and every one of us this Advent season. It does not matter If you call yourself a sinner or a saint, your longing is what matters. Your vision is what matters. Consider those deep desires of your heart. Remember whatever yearning you hold for yourself and in parallel for all people. In this dark season, dream and dream and dream of what liberation from suffering might mean. As a kid, I adored Christmas morning for obvious reasons. The gifts, the sparkle. 
but oh, the wait between Christmases felt long. It seemed impossible we would ever reach that bedazzled holiday again, even though the calendar promised it would eventually arrive. One day passed, then another. Late winter slowly blossomed into spring. Before I knew it, I was swimming my way through summer, but Christmas morning still felt far away. Eventually, the days eclipsed the nights and months became a year. Before I knew it, Christmas had come again. We carry a little of that childlike wonder and impatience with us still. And thank goodness for that. We try to remember how good things can feel. We wait in anticipation of great gifts that must be coming down the line. Whatever you dream of this Advent season, it is true. The wait may feel eternal, but to hold a vision of those night sky slivers of light, the gradual return of longer days, the promise and possibility of our deliverance. This is what it means to embody the spirit of Advent. Advent is translated to arrival, but we must not forget it also means presence. Slivers of our deliverance are already here. Like the twinkling stars on a dark winter night, little bits of our big dreams are falling into place. Sometimes the challenge is to notice. This Advent season, my hope is that we remember to see the good, to find the potential, to embrace childlike joy despite the darkness, to point our belief towards a longer, brighter day. This is the meaning. It must be the meaning of being alive. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. I am so delighted to share this space with you. I hope these darker days are treating you well, providing rest and nourishment where you need it, and more joy than you might have ever expected. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Take care out there. If you like these audio essays, I would be so appreciative if you took a moment to help us grow. There is no greater compliment than a friend asking a friend to have a listen to one of these episodes. Passing this on to one friend and asking them to subscribe at laurenmaxwell.substack.com would be a huge blessing in my life. Thanks so much.